0: Hello, good morning, good evening, whatever time of the day you are listening to this, welcome to episode 38 of the AG Podcast. I'm your host today, Cohen 9 and joining me on the podcast is the Regulator, Regulator, Regular Jaminator, Uh. good evening pal.
1: I, I do like to think I regulate things, I'm not going to lie, I do like to think I
0: keep things ticking over, but yeah, yeah, good evening, how are you doing, you're okay? Yeah, not too bad, good, not too bad. Uh, also on the podcast today uh, is another one that's starting to become a little bit of a semi-regular, Riverman, good evening River.
2: Good evening Ash, good evening all. Yeah, I was a little bit surprised to be asked uh, back again for this one after Jam's comments the last time I was on, without getting fed up talking to me etc, but always has to be it
0: that's good that's good and also joining us on the podcast today is a new member and the first time on the podcast and that is lost boy welcome on board pal
3: thanks very much fella i've listened to most of them it seems like a laugh so i thought i'd come and get involved
0: yeah no we wish more people were like you um right Just to run down the agenda for today. Uh, So obviously we're going to start with League One. uh, Followed by the Championship. Uh, And then we're going to cross over to Joe. Who's got a little bit of a round up on the F1. Um, We're then going to go back to FIFA and the Premiership. uh, And the round up on that. And then we're going to have a little look at the upcoming game of the week. So uh, hopefully we've all picked a couple of games um, that we think stand out. We're then going to go over to Bertie and his soothing voice. For the uh, the golf, uh, then rivers got a uh, a slight plug on the survivor and how you can get involved with that. Um, we're then going to uh, finish off with two things. The first one is sort of real world, and I know we don't talk an awful lot real world on the podcast, um, but obviously this weekend has gone's been a big uh, big debate around VAR, so we're we'll just gonna have a little quick a um, five ten minute discussion on that, um, followed by uh, obviously are ag fantasy 11 so i know there was a thread that went out in the fantasy forum a couple of weeks ago where people were asked to put together a sort of uh, a little bit of a team and what they thought Um, so we thought we'd carry that on onto the podcast and sort of try and come up with uh, a sort of dream 11 so to speak um, from everyone's perspective so without further ado let's get started and uh, we're gonna talk uh, League 1 So I'm just going to run down the uh, Division at the moment So Roy Jones is currently top uh, Followed by Bertie who actually are both On the same points with the same games Played and the exact same record Near enough, nearly identical Followed by Harry Inferred. Yes you're hearing that right Jam um, Followed by Bright, Rhino, Naked, and Tunnards Tunnards in the playoff Spots at the moment And then Worm, Hilly, Diodex Yourself, Lost Boy. Um, obviously, you're occupying this division. Um, Liz Fox, Gaz, Grass, and Andy Brill. So I'm going to come to you first, uh, Lost Boy. Um, how are you? Uh, how are you finding that division so far?
3: Uh, I, I think it's it can be quite competitive. There's a lot of there seems to be a lot of like if someone gets beat, it's a it's a big result in this league. There's not an awful lot of tight games between the top half and the bottom half. But I think it's like too many mini-leagues, really, the way I feel. People who aren't fighting for promotion, obviously you can't get relegated, are fighting amongst themselves, and then it is a bit of a break to your Harrys, your Big Bs, your Rye Joneses at the top. But it's it's competitive on the time. It's not unusually demoralising playing these games.
0: <laughs> and have you played quite a few of the, um, the top half of the table?
3: Uh, yeah, I think I've played Rye, Harry think that's it really from the right at to the top but I took four points off Harry to be honest I try to get that dig in
0: early. Um, <laughs> <he's late. laughs> He'll have a go at you for saying that. <laughs> yeah. yeah
3: yeah, but they, they are a bit better than like myself and some of the other fellows lower down but there's no no one's really honourable about it so I think it works at the minute.
0: Yeah, I agree with you on the fact that I think there's two sort of little mini leagues. I mean, I'm just having a little look at the league table now. Um, And obviously, you've got Raya Jones probably all the way through to, say, naked. So one to sixth in sort of the, you know, 20, 24, 28 point mark. Um, And then you sort of go further down the table and you've got a couple that are sort of sitting middle... Uh, sort of 14 15 points and then you got yourself with eight points all the way down to obviously andy who's got one so I, I fully agree with you in the fact that this feels like there's two little mini leagues um in that division um obviously sort of looking from uh outside um jam are, are you surprised to see the sort of um well i suppose the standings as they are at the moment
1: um, i mean i think we um you know we in, in personal conversations, we came in for a bit of flack, or I did anyway, saying that the, the tie between Bertie and Nakeds would decide the league. Obviously, as it's turned out, obviously, Rye-Jones is top, uh, Naked is down in six, you know, and all those guys, all the way down, well, most of the league, I think they've all played the same amount of games, so I do think it's difficult to, um, to call it so early, and obviously, we do sometimes are guilty of that. Um, I do agree with the fact of the sentiment I said last week, uh, last podcast, sorry. I think that Naked will still and Bertie will still be in that top three. Um, and I do believe Rye Jones, I think we said before, Ry Jones or Bry or Rhino would be the other person. It's definitely our that top six that are going to finish somewhere around that. For me, um, again, I think, you, like you said, I know it's really quite easy to say, but you look at it and obviously Rye Jones has been beaten in the last two games by by Big B. Um, but he's still first, you know, he's still top. Big B, obviously, you know, he's lost to Rhino and Bertie in his last five games. So he really is sort of, anybody can take points off anyone. It's kind of like the championship in real life. You know, the, the gap between the top and, and the middle is, is not very big at all.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I mean... Just I'm... quickly,
1: who, who's making that noise? Is someone eating or something?
2: I can no. hear it. I don't
1: know what it is though. I don't know. If someone sounds like they're eating. That would just that would, that would frustrate me if I'm a listener. So I do apologise. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, obviously, just sort of. Um, yeah. I mean, I fully agree with what you've said there. Um. River, what what's your sort of take on um on that league at the moment?
2: Yeah, it's pretty much what we said before. We saw seen to have the same discussion when I'm on and when I listen to the other podcasts about League One. I agree with what Lost Boy said. It is sort of too many leagues, isn't it? It's um, the t- the top half are all fighting out for the automatic promotion places and then the playoffs and then the rest of them seem to be fighting out just for positions. Um, the one I'm a little surprised about from a personal point of view is Worm. Because I've played Worm twice in King of the Hill and he's beaten me twice and I'm doing alright this season I'm doing better than I normally do and he's beaten me twice yeah I can hear that noise again what the hell is it <laughs> uh, the mystery noise podcast <laughs> uh, uh, yeah Worm's beaten me twice in King of the Hill played very well and then he got like beat 8-0 by Ryan his next King of the Hill game It to use one of your favourite words Jam consistency uh-huh, yeah that's it that, that might be where this um league goes down to who can be the most consistent over the course of the season because, as you just said, a lot of people seem to take points off a lot of people in the top half of that league.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, definitely, um, and I think that you know, obviously, there sort of um, it is two leagues have been one, um, and I mean, just looking sort of at the top of that sort of uh, that League One it, and how contest closely contested it is. You know, I mean, everyone's played the same amount of games and there's only currently four points within it. Um, So, I mean, it's going to be interesting. I don't know how many of those sort of top three, top four have played each other. And I mean, we've said this on the podcast before. It's all about who can take points off each other at the top. Um, But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, Right. We'll move on now from League One and we're going to move on to the championship and. Obviously, I'll run down the championship in full, so I hope my eyes are not deceiving me. Riverman is currently top um, on 31 points, followed by Shelbourne and Malian, who are currently in the uh, automatic playoff spots. Don't forget that four go up this uh, year. Uh, One automatic, well, three automatics and one through the playoff. Um, And then Bonzi, Jeff Plunkett and Suited are currently in the playoff spots, uh, followed by Soggy in that sort of mid-shift area. And then Winston and Mackham are currently in the uh, relegation playoffs with MJG, Welleser and Payne Wales currently down in relegation. Payne Wales, I hate to say, at the moment, currently has the Nupois, um, the Nupois spot. Um, so, obviously, we're going really start with River uh, in this division. You're, it's gone well for you so far.
2: But yeah, I couldn't have asked more, really, could I? Um, as I've said a couple of times before, though, you've got to temper this with the fact that If you'd have asked me to pick the finishing order at the start of the season, my last six games, one of which I've just played against Plunkett, which has been added to the table, but then my last six opponents are the people I've would had to finish in the top six. So the second half of my season is definitely tougher than the first half of my season. And I'm pretty certain in saying I'm not going to be finishing top at the end of the season. But... What is that? Um...
1: if you're not talking mate just mute your mic because i don't know if it's coming from your end because your face keeps popping up every time it's doing it
3: does it i've got eight airpods in so i don't know why i have mute (laughs) that
1: all right okay are are you are you scurrying around are you plastering a wall (laughs) what are you what are you doing
2: (laughs) sat sat on a chair in front of my laptop all right fair enough it's really weird isn't it um but yeah as i say obviously from my point of view my first aim is always to stay up and i hope i've got enough points to do that already now and anything i can pick up from here to the end of the season hopefully means i can I'm, i still don't think i'm going to go up but if i finish in a playoff place with a decent amount of points i've had a good season and i'm enjoying it at the moment i think i'm playing reasonably well at the moment which for me is unusual
1: i'd love for you to go up i think do you know
2: like you see them videos no, I'd rather the you
1: know, <laughs> you've uh, you videos on YouTube like Man City in League 2, you know, a football manager and stuff like that, like
2: Riverman in the Prem with his, uh, with his team. It'd be
1: interesting to see because
2: you've got a good team. See how you get on. Yeah, I'd, I'd get hammered, wouldn't I? I mean, I'd jokingly say I'd get nil par. I'd probably pick up points somewhere along the line, but I'd really struggle to get to double because it's just a different class when you get up there, but... um I don't think we need to be worrying about that. I, I'm not good enough to get promoted. It's just, I say, I've I've done pretty well so far. I won some games, maybe I shouldn't have, but my tougher run is to come.
0: Well, you've got to take the point. You can only beat what's in front of you as you go along. Um, oh yeah, and... I,
2: I, I suppose on that note, Ash, I probably could take points off the Premier Team because you can only beat what's in front of you. Should we mention our cup game?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <a good> <laughs> go on, I'll let you have your minute of uh, your minute of glory. Go on, tell yeah, everyone about it.
2: Well, I mean, obviously, I, I can manage to get uh, results against Prem players uh, after dispatching yourself during the week. Again, that, that, that is actually a pretty good example of how my season's gone. Probably didn't necessarily deserve to win the game. Things fell my way and I won it. That's probably how my season's gone so far. And uh, long may it continue. Oh, wow.
0: yes, it was a good game. It was an interesting one. I mean, you say about being a prem player, I'll be a championship player come next season. Um, we'll see. Um, obviously, Jam, sort of looking from uh, from the top downwards. Um, it's surprised to see sort of. Um, well, I suppose firstly River in that position. Although I've just had, I didn't realise that you've played two more games in Shelbourne. Um, so, there's a good chance that Shelbourne and Madeon for that uh, moment as well. And Bonzi could go above you in the once all the games have gone through. Um, yeah, yeah,
4: yeah, of
0: course. Yeah. Is, is there anyone there that really is, is uh, I suppose, surprising in terms of, um, you know, I mean, I know we say this and ask this all the time on the podcast, but since we've last come to this division, anyone that's sort of pushing towards that top or even down towards the bottom?
1: Um I- I'm just really surprised that Suited isn't higher. I'll be honest. You know, when I've played him myself, um, you know, and Southey's played him a couple of times. I think in King of the Hill and in the Eliminators and things, and he's actually won. You know, so I'm so shocked to see him in seventh. I thought he'd actually be up there in one of the top spots. Um, admittedly, like you say, he's played four games less than Phil. And um, if he wins all them four, he'd go top of the league. So, you know, it's all relative at this point, isn't it? But for me, I think. Um, Suited, definitely. Bonzi, you know, when I've played Bonzi. Arguably, he could be in the top three. I mean, he's not far off now. He's fourth. Um, you know, Mark's just had a really good uh, result in regards to Sophie. Rubbed dates, His striker just got up to a 78 or something like that. Um, you know, so again, I think it's really interesting. The interesting thing for me, we, we, we talk about it every week, and I just absolutely love it. I love that that one gap, that one position in eighth in the championship where you can't go up or down or anything, that Soggy is in it. I think it's absolutely brilliant. Um, you know, it just epitomises his season, doesn't it? You know, doesn't score many goals, doesn't <laughs> see many goals. He's in the one position that literally nothing is going on in there as well. It's just fantastic. Um, regarding Payne, I think, uh, like you say, I think he will pick up a point somewhere. Again, you look at it, he's probably doomed to get relegated, unfortunately. You look at Wells, uh, um, Wells is a shock for me. The fact that he's down there, I'm very, su- I'm really surprised about that. Um and yeah. you know Wintz is doing all right, you know, Wintz only on goal difference, is is behind Zoggy, he could be in that safe zone as well. So again, I think looking ahead off, I know we're gonna look at the fixtures shortly. Um, you know, but I think um it is it's one of them, it's all still to play for. You, you look at the former team in the division, Jeff Anthony, you know, he's picked up five wins in the last five. He's coming up there he was uh, he was a little bit lower down before. It really is all to play for, it completely depends. And the good thing slash bad thing about this this fifa and this leagues, so obviously we don't have a, the uh, match day rating upgrades anymore on fifa so we are now solely reliant on when it comes out with so fifa updates so if you're quite coy and you get a player that you think maybe you know is a, is a younger player or a bit cheaper um but you're sort of you know tapped into the fact that in real life he's actually playing well you can do quite well out of it um you know and you've seen that with some of the some of the players there for sure so Again, I think, especially in regards to the playoffs, that's going to be the interesting bit for me. Um, and I think I've got a full confidence, River. I think you could go up, um, whether that be through the playoffs or whether that be sneaking into
2: one of them top three spots. Yeah, yeah. So look at the fixtures, though. I've got Left Jam. I've got Suited. I've got Shelborne. Um, I've got Malian. Um, I've got Bonzi all of whom are around top. And I've got Welser, who is far better than
0: his place. 18, 18 points, mate. 18 points. <laughs> 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 um, obviously, Lost Boy, I'll come to you next. Uh, I mean, I, it's, it's, I suppose it's difficult in a way because obviously I don't know how many of the players in the championship um, you've played in terms of friendlies or even in sort of uh, TFIs and bits and pieces. Um what, what what's your take on the championship is there anything anyone there that you've played that surprises you to see in the position they are in
3: uh, I, I, recently I played Wells there uh, I I played Jeff quite regularly when I'm being a friend of mine I'm, I'm genuinely surprised Jeff's that high up uh, Jeff's a good cool FIFA player but he's very inconsistent and it, that, looking at the league table that seems to be a big thing for this like there's a lot of runs of form if you get what I mean, people are losing a lot, then they'll win a lot, and they'll lose a lot. It seems quite an up and down league at the minute, so it's presumably quite hard to to say who's going to go up. But like you're saying, Rivers not confident in himself, and he's the leader at the minute. So there's a lot, what say four or five below him who are still in the hunt to take him on. It seems quite an interesting division to see how it comes out in the end. Like, yeah, I mean, there's
1: nothing to say. That, nothing to say. You know, you look at Wells on six points. I know the goal difference isn't going for him, but we know he's a good player. He could turn that round and he could get himself at least to that safe zone. He's only four points off that. You know, he could, he could arguably even get into if suited or flunk or one of those guys have an absolute mare. He could even get himself into that last playoff place. There's so there's that many fixtures left to play. You know, it is all to play for, like you say.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, I, I, I would agree with that. Um, yeah, there's still, I think it's, what, 10, 10, 12 games, 10, 12 games left to go, so, um, you know, we'll see, we'll see how it fares out, uh, by the time the next podcast comes around, who knows, we'll be, what, two, three more fixtures in, uh, possibly four, so um, we might be a bit more uh, clearer in who who's going uh, to be challenging, maybe River will have fallen back down the league. We'll see have a bit more confidence. (laughs) Right. We'll move on from the championship and we're just going to move away from F1. F1. I've given away what we're going to next. We're going to move away from FIFA now uh, just briefly and go over to F1. Obviously, the season has now rounded up. uh, So I'm going to pass over to Joe, who's going to uh, give us a little bit of a, uh, a roundup on it.
5: Thanks guys, and welcome to the last F1 Roundup of the second season. The last time we spoke, we only had one race left, which was in Abu Dhabi for week 16. And the only thing we really had left to play for was the Division 1 Championship, so we'll take a look at that one first. If you remember last time we spoke, we had Suited Recluse at the top of the Championship. who needed to close a gap of about four points, which bearing in mind that only the best 12 scores counted, he needed to finish at least two or three places above Suited to uh, win the Championship. Soggy Cabbage has won the race. He started first and he finished first. Qualification went very well for suited recluse who started on the grid second and Bunsey was fifth. Unfortunately during the race Bunsey got up to second place and that's where he finished. Suited was fourth which the way the point finished would actually have had a tied championship. Unbelievably suited recluse put in the fastest lap which got him one point and he actually won the championship. By that one point so a big big well done to suited recluse on that title win in third place in the championship we had soggy cabbages on 119 points we had ash in fourth on 91 we had muba in fifth and we had burger in sixth overall through the season we had seven different race winners which i think speaks a lot for the unequal car system a big well done to everyone who turned up for all the races in division one Take a look at Division 2, that was already won. Big B had already won the championship with the last week to go, so the pressure was really off him. We had MJG, who started third on the grid. He won the race. Ninja Bean started second. He finished second. And we had Big B, who started the grid, uh, started the race on pole. He finished in third place. Ninja Bean took the fastest lap with a one forty two point three. We had Packfish in fourth, Riverman in fifth, and Emotional Worm in sixth. As I say, Big B had already won the championship, he finished 19 points clear of Ninja Bean, we had MJG in third place and Avon in fourth. And again we had six different race winners over the 16 races, did absolutely fantastic and again a big thank you to all the guys that turned up and of course Bertie for hosting Division 2. Looking forward, we're going to have a little break until the third season, just let the dust settle for a while. If you haven't already seen, while we're having that break, we're having a couple of time trials. Uh, The current one is around Australia in a classic Williams car. No DRS, no cars. It's just a straight-up driving skill. We'll see where everyone finishes. That's two million scudo for participation. Hope you all take part. Uh, Keep an eye out on the forum for any future updates for the third season. The sign-up will be open in a couple of weeks, and we'll take it from there. Thank you very much.
0: Okay, thank you very much, Joe, for that. Um, obviously at the moment there is uh, the first try and trial going on, uh, so do get involved with that, um, obviously much easier to do that, um, you know, just a couple of track laps around the track, around Australia in the uh, Williams car, get yourself in it, um, because it's, well, easy to be involved with, um, right, here we're going to move to the premiership now, uh, and Again, I'm going to run down from top to bottom. So, Sufi is currently top uh, on 33 points, followed by Colmore in second spot. Uh, Berger is currently in third. Uh, He's played 8 and Uh, 1-8. Yeah, sorry. Played 8, 1-8. He's currently taking maximum points. Uh, Followed by Mbixie, Buncee, Aaron, Joby, yourself, Jam. Um, and then currently, it's myself and Joe in the relegation spots, uh, playoff spots, sorry, uh, followed by Paul Storm and Amon Raz, who are currently down the bottom. Um, obviously, I'll come to you, Jam, being the other premiership occupant in the podcast. Um, it's not been the best season for both me and you so far, is it?
1: We're a man. We are having a absolute west. I just, super. I don't know. What's going
0: on. I just, I just have a little look at our records. We both played twelve, won four, and lost eight. Yeah,
1: that's it. Bear in mind, I have got a better goal difference than you by some way. So don't, don't, right, don't dislike, right, disregard all right. that. All far, yeah, right, all that right, all right, all right.
0: Same points, same points. Um,
1: <laughs> so, uh, no, for me, I mean, for me, this is. I'm getting quite excited. This is the year that Berger is not going to win the league. It's all over for me and you, Ash. It doesn't matter about me and you anymore. It's all about making sure hashtag anyone but Berger comes (laughs) back into play. Right, boys? Sudhey is amazing. Like, he's... he's, Him him and Colmore, right, they're completely different people, right? The way I would put it is Sudhey plays very much like, um, I'm going to say, like a Mourinho Chelsea back in the day. Yeah, so they can quite comfortably get ahead and score plenty of goals. But... It's the fact that he doesn't consider like his game management is really, really good. So if he's like two one up in the eightieth minute, he does it really subtly, whereas Soggy might look like he's just playing really defensive and parking the bus. So they will sort of pass it around in a way that it makes it look like he's sort of attacking, but not really. Um so you know, generally he'll see out games in that way. But we've seen obviously, you know, again, like I said, Suited beaten him in a couple of times in the King of the Hill and once an eliminate. you know, he is beatable so arguably there's, there's a worry there but um, we've got Colemore again ever the entertainer you know 10, 10 games 10 wins 51 game, uh, goals scored and only I 10 conceded yeah. I mean that's ridiculous I agree that's ridiculous fair play um, you know yeah he's playing fantastically well you know last season we saw him invest heavily in um, He Chan one of the, uh, the strikers there uh, from Aaron I think he spent like 100 million or maybe upwards of 100 million on that guy um, you know he's got upgrades. Seems to be paying off. He's, he's doing really well with him uh, on the top goal scoring list there as well. Um, like you said, Berger, again undefeated. Not even dropped a point yet. But obviously got a later start to the league because he was he had the first uh, first game off. So it'll be interesting. He you know word was that him and Bunsey he very nearly split games with Bunty, um, which is which is interesting in itself because you know Bunty, He's probably a mid to high table, at uh, high mid table friend player. Um, again, the, the the big one for me that can, when we look at the podcast and when we look at what we've talked about last time, Aaron, Aaron was dead and buried on the last podcast. Yeah, he's now completely leapfrog me and you. He's yeah. up there in, you know, Aaron's last, he's the form player. You know, apart from the top three, fair enough. They're in the, they're almost in a Liverpool Man City scenario. Them three. Yeah, you know, they're off on their own. You know, like you said about League One. Yeah. Um, you know, and and last season with Colmore and Joby in the Championship, they're almost in a league of their own now. That's up to them to sort themselves out. We're fighting for you know top four, five, six, seven. You know, just trying to stay in the league really. And you know, me and you, we're absolutely not. We're the worst form players in the, the division. <laughs> yeah. Um, alongside Raz, bless him. Who you know, Raz is absolutely fantastic. He is um, he is such a lovely guy and a lovely guy to play. I think I said that last time as well. Um, but you know, you look at it, and Aaron, Aaron out of nowhere, he he's told me he's changed his formation. Um, he's actually invested some money as well, rather than hanging back and trying to, you know, boss all the BFA's. Mm. And it seems to be working really well for him. You know, he, I say he's got the same record as Bunty now. He's up there in sixth. He's managed to claw back his most clawback is quite negative goal difference, and you know, it's an, only Way is up for him really. Um, so you know, I'm glad to see that. But yeah, I mean, as far as we're concerned, I think if we can avoid
0: relegation. Yeah. I'll be happy. Yeah. I I, I very much stood in the same boat as you. Um, I'll be happy to avoid relegation. I mean, whether that will happen, we'll see positivity. That's the way forward. Um, obviously river, you could be joining us. Well, you could be joining the premiership next season. Um, yeah, obviously, maybe, not <laughs> maybe not me and Jam, but you could, be <laughs> <here>. <laughs> you could be taking our places. Um, obviously, looking from uh, the division upwards, obviously Colmore was in the pro-championship last season, came up. Um, I, I take it doesn't come as a surprise to see him sort of ripping up the league.
2: No, not at all. Um, he was just way, way too good for the championship, and I said, I think at uh, the start of the season on one of the podcasts, I expect him to be right up near the top of the Premier Division. I said whether I th- he won it or not was a different matter because it's a much harder league, but I expected him to be right up there. And I, I pretty much agree with the analysis uh, Jam just gave. That top three, really, Southey Colmore, Berger, um, is probably going to be decided by the games between them all. Um, or if, if someone drops points to... Uh, uh, I don't know how you can pronounce him, Booksy. I know his name's Glynn, so I'm going to call him Glynn. Uh, drops points to a Glynn or a Buncey or somebody like that. But all in all, I think the games, the little mini set of games between those three, will decide who wins it because they look like they're a class above.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, the top three are, you know, as you've said and as Jam has said, uh, they're in their own division. Um, I, I think, cause I think they're probably, they're the three strongest players in that division. Um, and I've, I'd even go on record. I think come the end of the season, um, it will be one by a point or two, because I think they will, um, the only games that I think they're going to drop points or two and even, you know, they could even end up drawing is with each other. Um, we'll see. Um, obviously, uh, lost boy, uh, Sort of looking, uh, well, right down from uh, the other side of the of the site. Um, Again, not sure how many you've played uh, in terms of games uh, with people from the prem. Um, uh, I I, I,
3: I played, I played Suthi in the cup, and yet it was the okay corral. It was completely pointless. I don't (laughs) think I touched the ball for like minutes at a time. He was, he was unreal. I couldn't get near the fella. I've played Berger a couple of times in a few events on a Friday, and obviously he's a class player. But other than that, I don't really have a lot to go on. Just again, looking at the table, it seems like they have genuinely... It's up to them if they win it now, which one of them wins it between them, isn't it? Uh, How much they want it.
0: Yeah, I mean, very much so. Um, And again, those three are just... They're miles away. Um, than everybody else at the moment. Hopefully next season we'll have a few more people that are properly contesting with uh, the top three. <laughs> but yeah, no. Yeah,
2: I'll be up, I'll be up there next year.
0: Don't you worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah you can challenge. And obviously <laughs> Sophie and Colemore have come in, and you know they're doing really really well, and they're contributing to the uh, the site wide anyone but Burger, uh scheme. So anyone that stops Burger from winning the league is a uh, is a hero. <laughs> yeah. um, right we're going to move away from the premiership uh and we're going to move on to uh the game of the week so obviously the new match day is not too far away um so i'm going to start with jam uh hopefully you've all picked a couple of uh, games across the three divisions uh and i'll start with you first jam so premiership game of the week
1: well wow. There is only one place to start. So just to clarify, guys, this is match day eight, because obviously as this is being recorded, match day seven was released yesterday, obviously two days by the time that actually goes out. So there'd be no point talking about seven because we'd be halfway through. Um, So we're going to talk about round eight. So, yeah, there's only one place to start with the prem, which is uh, the podcast face off. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, yes yeah. Yeah. So i had is, that, is that down theory. as well
1: <laughs> um you know obviously i'm think i'm proper praying to any gods that will listen that we have a bfa soon or some sort of raffle that <laughs> the tickets are like 70 million each yeah, so I, can, uh, yeah. So I can bag a player because i need some reinforcements
0: proper. as do i as do i
1: um and i think we are actually the most the, the richest people at the most we people. are
0: yes Yes. Uh,
1: do you know, it's, it's, it'd be an interesting point to look at, you know, at dips in the season, because my since I've sold some of my players and actually managed to accumulate this money, my form has just completely nosedived. Um, you know, so that it, and obviously Aaron, since he's actually lost all his money and invested in players, his form has completely skyrocketed. I know it, it's not going it to take a genius to work out. If you have better players, you're going to play better. But there's definitely going to be a correlation between the two. Um, you know, people who have less money are going. You know, you look at Burger. You always invest it yourself. River as well. You're always investing. Um, so I think it is definitely something that could be said. So, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, Ash. It's always a good game when we play. Uh, always a high-scoring affair. Always a quite a tight game as well. So, may the best uh, podcast host win. Obviously, we'll see.
0: <laughs> yeah, it'll be a good game. Um, that's for sure. Uh, Riverman. Prem game of the week. Um, we go round, yes, yeah, yeah, so we well, go around like that. So we first round prem, second round championship, and the third round league one. So prem. Uh,
2: yeah, I'd, well, I'd just like to say to Jammin' as well. I'm actually third on money as well. I invest it well, but I get money as well. So it's podcast one, two, three in money. Um, what are you no, including yourself? you you're not a host yet, though, mate. Not yet. <laughs> no, I mean on this podcast. <laughs> um, there was only one game I picked out. And you've already covered it. Um, I'd picked it out as a podcast off in the first place between you two guys and then realised just how close you both were to relegation, uh, playoff places. So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it (laughs) uh, it obviously took on even more meaning. It's one of those games that I'd look at when you, you play someone, you play regularly, you know, quite well. Uh, a bit like a derby in real football. It doesn't it matter is, if yeah. one is near the top, one of you is near the bottom. It's always a fixture you'd look out for. And the fact that you're so close together um, means that there's even more riding on it with, with effect to those relegation playoff places. If you look at the other games in the division, there's a lot of top, near top and near bottom. Um, Burger Joe, Southie Storm, Colmore, Raz. They're all the top three V bottom three, more or less, so the only other one I think you could mention, if I'm not allowed to have you two, would be Aaron versus Glynn, because as you say, Aaron's on a bit of upturn of form. Glynn being new in his fourth, um, obviously Aaron a lot more experienced. That would be my second choice, but game of the week undoubtedly, Um
4: Lost
0: boy.
2: To be honest, I did mine on last
3: week's on seven, because I did them all this morning, so I had, I'm scrambling to look at eight here, but from what's just been said there, you can't really go past the derby, can you? They're always what the did best you games. Seven? Um I had MBXT versus Berger I thought this might, you know, 34th. If Berger drops points, which looks unlikely, it's a it's a big play in the game, isn't it? If he drops okay. points in either of them, it's time to knock him back a little bit. I know we've got games in hand, but this FIFA's quite streaky. If you lose one, you can lose two, three, four. That's good point. So that's the one I went with. But obviously we've moved on around. <laughs>
0: It's fair enough. Uh, championship Jam?
1: Oh, hold on, Whoa, one second. I've actually got one more game that I want to mention and I, I yep. hope to god this gets streamed and if they're listening please stream it boys. Sudhey, top of the league versus Dearest Storm. Sudhey who has no problems doing cutbacks. Who has 6-7-8-0. I want that <laughs> streaming on every device possible. I cannot wait for that one. That'll be an interesting game <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, get it streamed, boys. Get it streamed.
1: <laughs> um, right, championship. Yeah. Um, Does someone else want to go first for championship? Okay, River, first River, River. Yeah, River,
0: know. River, go first. Obviously, being championship. Occupant.
2: Um, I've got uh, suited recluse versus Shellbourne. Uh, standout match for me. Um, Recluse, as we said when we did the rundown of the leagues, has got games in hand and could go top if he wins them all. And I think will probably go up automatically. Shelbourne, obviously, is just behind me at the moment, um, and I think is probably the best player in the division. So that for me is is the standout fixture. But there's some good, there's some good matchups in the championship this week. I think, but I, I'd plump for. Uh, top of it. if one of those two takes six points there, I think they're probably going to go on and win the league I can easily see that being one where results are split, two draws would do me nicely, thanks guys (laughs)
0: Um, Jan? Uh,
1: Yeah, for me actually again, it's working out quite nice this uh, match of the week malarkey because that's the one I had as well, Um, so like you say, it's quite clear that a lot of us are on the same page, I think this happened last time as well um, my reserve game in that case was going to be yourself River against Welser because similar to what I said earlier on, I think if Welser can get a result, it could kickstart his season. Um, you know, again, you've admitted yourself, obviously, even though you've got arguably one of the sluggiest teams on the site, you are beatable. So if Welser can do it, um, especially if it's a six-pointer somehow, then um, then we'll see. I mean, but saying that, flipping, flip reversing it. Obviously, if you can pick up six points against him, that further cements your you know, place at the top of the league.
2: Yeah, definitely. And I always struggle with Welser. I don't. I'm not sure I've ever beaten Welser. He he beat me twice last season. I know that and beat me relatively comprehensively twice. So I'm expecting two tough games. And to be honest, I'd be happy. Well, I'd, I'd, if you offer me four points, certainly now I'd take it. I might well even take three. So tough games. I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, Lost Boy, obviously I know you were picked from... Yeah, I'm
3: around behind everyone. I went with uh, Shelbourne Welzer, with obviously Shelbourne being looking like he was trying to go all the way to the top, and Welzer, in what I thought was quite a false position, played him a few times, he was quite a decent player. So I thought that, again, same reason you said for him this week, if he gets a win, could kick-start the season, drag up that league, cause some problems for people.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, we we'll move on to League One, and I'm going to start with you, Lost Boy. So, obviously, what did you have for the the round? Just the uh, gun in terms of your sort of game oh, of the week. Well, defi-
3: I had to pick two for this. I had a Ryan Jones versus Naked because I thought that was going to be two very good games, lots of goals. And I read this morning that it was two very good games
1: with lots of goals. So I went for uh, Harry Clair- versus. Quit. Sorry. Like a clairvoyant, mate. Like myth- mystic, Lost Boy. I
3: know, I was writing it this morning and then I seen that he'd already posted that he had like, I think it was two go- two games, with about 16, 17 goals in the game, so it seems to be interesting. So I went with Harry and Big B, the level on points, obviously Harry wants to go up, he, he, he wants to be very good, it's his thing, but he's dropped points to me recently, so if he drops points to people who are in and around him, it's probably going to make a big dent in his promotion chances I'd say especially going up directly. Obviously, probably still make the playoffs, as we've had with the whole split league thing. But I thought if he loses this today, it might have a massive dent in his automatic promotion push.
0: Yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, Phil? River?
2: Um, I've gone for one that is similar to what we discussed for you two in the Prem. A bit of a derby between people who play each other all the time. Bertie versus Rhino. Always playing friendlies against each other. Know each other's games inside out. Bit of a rivalry there. Obviously, both near the top of the league. Both are for automatic promotion. Um, so, it's got that Derby feel to it. And, if again, if either of them take six points out of it, it's going to be a massive boost to their promotion chances. And if someone does lose both games, it's going to be a big hit to them. So... Uh, I think there's three or four games you could realistically choose but I've had to go for that one
0: Right, John.
1: Yeah, again, like I said on the other one I've gone for the exact same game exact same reasons as River Um, so let me just pick out another one Um, Matchday 8 Do you know, again, it's tricky because again, that is the standout game isn't it really Um, I'm going to say on that one Oh I'm going to say Rye Jones and Hilly, simply because, again, Hilly's another one who you know he came down from the championship last season. He should be doing better than he probably is this season. Um, and Rye Jones is obviously top of the league at the minute. Let's see what happens in that one. But if Hilly can pick up some points, six points especially, it really opens the door for a Bertie or a Rhino. obviously, if they can do a six-pointer over each other, to to squeeze in there and get up the top of the league.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, Some really, really interesting games there, um, and it's going to be interesting to see how they fare. Right, we're going to move on, and we're going to go over to Bertie and his soothing voice, who's going to give us a bit of a roundup on the golf. So, over to you,
6: Bertie. Thanks, guys, and welcome to the golf section of the AG podcast. Since we were last on, we have run off completely the Match Play Cup. And that's astonishing because it took only eight days to play off five rounds, including a preliminary round. So great credit to everybody involved. In the early rounds, Hilly's beating of myself, where he played absolutely superbly, put it like God, was probably the only big surprise. Joe was happy to beat Goldenbeard, and buncy had a really tough game in overcoming suited. The quarterfinals saw Joe and Hilly's run, and Buncey had another incredibly t- tough game, and he just edged Ridgef- WizFox. Rhino had a tremendous battle with Paul Laws, and in probably the tide around Burger, he beat Welzer. What a battle that was. Two real heavyweights there. Semi-finals, we had really, it was anybody's guess who was going to progress through these. Buncey beat his buddy Joe, and Burger was just too good for red rhinoceros. This set up the final, which was played on Tuesday night between Buncey and Berga. The course that we used was Ave of the Giants. It is a tough, tough course. Tight fairways, premium on driving the ball well. The greens aren't flat, bit of slope in them. So it really was if you were going to be under pressure, this was the course to not crack. The hashtag anybody burger was flying around the place. And in this case, he delivered. Because Buncey ended up being the champion in an incredibly tight game. So congratulations Buncey. His first victory in the match play. Well done. Good news is that we've only got about 10 days to wait until the 9th of March. Monday the 9th of March. When the brand new season of the AG Tour will be ongoing again. So we look forward to that. And anyone that wants to join, please do. Just hand me a PM. So we'll see you all then. Thanks, guys. See Thank you for that. Um,
0: right, I am conscientious of the time, so we are going to move things around a little bit. I'm just going to go quickly to River, because I know there's something that you want to plug uh, really quickly regarding the Survivor.
2: Yeah, uh, it is really quick. Um, I'm sure most of you have played the Survivor before, Um, It's back again, uh, starts this Friday. Is is this coming out tomorrow, Ash, Thursday? Uh,
0: That is the plan, yep.
2: Yeah, so Friday the 28th uh, is the first game because it's Friday night football, uh, 8 o'clock. Survivor, quite simply for those who don't know, pick a side to win each week. If they win, you advance. If they don't, you go out. Um, You can only pick each team once. The system will do all that for you. To join, you just need to go to the Pick'em's tab Go to Join Pools and then manage your pick and pick your team for the week. And if you are left as the sole survivor, a cool 10 million scudo. Any problems, can't find anything, not sure for any of the new guys, just drop me a PM and I'm happy to run through it with you.
4: Yeah, do
0: get involved, because it's so easy to, and it's uh, quite good fun, and good chance to earn a little bit of scooter as well. Right, we're going to move on, and I'm conscientious of the time, so we're going to go straight to the fantasy, AG Fantasy 11. Um so I know uh, in a couple of weeks ago in the forum, uh, there was a quite an interesting thread uh, that went up regarding this and we sort of wanted to expand on it a little bit more. Um, so I've asked all the podcast panel today to uh, sort of put together 11 that we were going to sort of uh, come up with uh, and all chirp into uh, to say what we thought would be the sort of dream 11 in the leagues at the moment. Um, so obviously, I mean, let's we'll start with the goalkeeper position. Um, How boring! Yeah. How let's, let's get that. Let's get the goalkeeper out of the way first. <laughs> let's get the goalkeeper. Let's keep it simple, because it might be late listening to some people for this. <laughs> right. Um, Jam, we'll start with you first. Who have you put down for your prem goal? Uh, prem goalkeeper. Who have you put down for your goalkeeper?
1: Yeah, I mean, just importantly to say as well, my team, so there'll be a couple of choices in there that maybe are a bit controversial and could be purely based on when I've used this particular player or tried this particular player out, etc. I've just got on with that player, or if they've played against me, they've actually had a really good game. So for me, the one I'm going for, and again, I'm not going to go just high ratings across the board. Some of them are obviously high rated, but I'm not just going to pick the highest rated in each thing and flunk me, otherwise it'd be boring. So for me, the goalkeeper I'm going to go for is, um, and then you have to bear with me on pronunciation because he's Turkish, but Altai Bayendir. Um, so he's Worm's goalkeeper. Um, he plays for Fenabachi in real life, uh, rumoured to be joining Chelsea or um, or even Liverpool at one point. I think he was rumoured to be joining as well. Um, he's just he's bloody unstoppable. Like I played Worm a couple of times and every, he just seems to have go-go gadget arms. And literally, uh, yeah, that's that's why he's going in. And he's another player that for me, I did try and sign in the BFA myself. I think you might have had him at one point, River. Actually, no, no. Did
2: you not have him? I'm trying to think. Who
1: wasn't it? Someone had him. Someone bought him on BFA and then was sold to Emotional Worm. But yeah, that that would be my pick personally.
2: Um, River. Uh, yeah. Just um, as Jam said, I've done this. Again, I haven't just gone for high-rated players. I've done it. With players I've played, I've had in my team and I've played against, and to quote one of the greatest England managers of all time, Mike Bassett, I've gone four, four, fucking two. <laughs> um, goalkeeper wise, um, I've gone again. Pronunciations: Bill Jew, Bill Zhao, um, Diadex's goalkeeper. Now, obviously Diadex is in that bottom part of League One, but I played him in the Cup the other week. My God, that keeper saved virtually everything. It's ridiculous. He he was absolutely fantastic against me. Um, I think I had something like thirty-five shots, twenty-five on target, and he ju- he was just stopping everything. And we played two or three friendlies after our cup game, and he was marvelous. So uh, I'm I'm going to put him down.
0: Um, lost boy.
2: Uh, I just went with ones that I was, I've was i enjoyed playing with when I've
3: messed around on FIFA, really. But I, I've got to agree, Williams goalkeeper, the kids' class, he did cause problems, that goalie. Uh, but I went with Aaron Ramsdale
5: as mine.
3: I think he's quite average across the board. He can't kick very well, but the rest of him seems very well when I've played against them or played with him. He does seem to make saves that would be beyond his 74 overall. So, uh, I went with Aaron Ramsdale.
0: Yes, there's a good there's a good variety there. Um, I, I personally went for uh, Shelbourne's keeper uh, Um Obviously, doing well. He's done well for Shelbourne in the league so far, and I always remember him being a name that came to mind on Football Manager. Um, so yeah, if he's a, he was a one for me. Um, right, centre backs.
1: How? You, whoa, how? Whoa. I'm not happy with this. Right, I'm not happy with this format. We need to pick a goalkeeper, boys. We can't just have four goalkeepers. No yeah, I, thought pick four goalkeepers. I thought that was the point. Absolutely lost, boy. Yeah,
2: well, time on podcast, but you know how it works, mate. Well done. There, was, there was two votes for Worms goalkeeper. So, yeah, based I on do, that... Worms goalkeeper. Yeah,
1: like,
2: I can't argue with that. Yeah,
1: I'm writing these down, boys. Yeah, get it written down. Put it in, put it in the thread
2: after.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Maybe
2: we should have an event where everybody plays with the team that we select.
0: Ooh, good
2: idea. <laughs> oh. That's a
0: good idea. I like idea. that. I like that. I'm
2: writing that down
1: as well. Yeah. Downside <laughs> idea. Browdy point. Browdy <laughs> point. Yeah, you're going to go
2: back and edit this, aren't you? And you're <laughs> going to come up with that idea. Uh,
1: I'm just going to. I'm going to impersonate a West Country accent. Not West Country. Sorry. Right. Pair of centre-backs. Pair of centre-backs. Would you want to go first, Duff? You go first.
0: Yes, okay, right. So, first one, probably the most predictable one, I've gone for Suenshu. Um, obviously doing well, getting lots of upgrades at the moment, and there's a bit of a beast in the centre-half. So, um, I mean, i would be interesting to see who uh, who others have picked for their centre-back. I presume there might be a bit of uh, similarity in there. <laughs> Um, Jam who did you go for your centre back um,
1: what do, you need? do you not need two centre ok right. we'll, we'll stick with one then that's fine I, I've picked two centre backs because I've written a 1-11 to 11 myself I've gone for a bit biased my own centre back so Jeremiah Sendjuic because he's got like mid 80s pace he's like 6 foot something he's massive he's fast um, he's getting good upgrades he's got good passing um, he's got cool blonde dyed hair so yeah for me he um, he definitely gets my vote but if we're being, you know, as much as we want to be anyone but Berger, um, you know, Tamori at centre-back is probably the best centre-back in the league for me. Um, head and shoulders, literally, above everybody else. Uh, Pace, power, passing, upgrades, everything you could wish for, really.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a good shout. Um, I just, I did have another centre-back written down. I had Demaral. Um Obviously, the UVA centre-back. I think Storm's got him at the moment. Just had a really, really nice upgrade um, as well recently. Uh, Gone up to a 77. Um, So, they were my two centre-backs. River?
2: Um, My two were um, Soyuncu, who I think is the best centre-back on the side. I've played against him and I had him for quite a while. And he's just incredible. He made me look half-competent defensively. And you've got to be good to do that. So, I mean, if you haven't selected so into Jam, then I think yeah, I think you need to uh, really look at him. He, 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 he's, he should be in as far as I'm concerned. No argument. Um, Tamori, obviously I wrote down as well. Um, but I did apply the anyone but burger logic for this. So I went for Gabrielle from Shelbourne. A um, uh, guy I had early on. I think he was one of my first signings. Uh, so again, afterwards, he's been upgraded two or three so- times since then, and he's class as well, so uh, I didn't want to just go uh, for the, the higher rated ones all the time. Although he is 76 now, but he's obviously a bit lower than Tamori. So my pairing was Sohyuncho and Gabriel.
0: Um, Lost boy.
2: Hey, I went Sohyuncho and Tamori
3: to be honest.
0: Oh, there he's we go. Four
3: star weak foot. so there we go. Play on okay. the other side. Tamori's a beast physically. I didn't really
2: think you could pick any but them two.
0: Oh, that settles it. Yeah, it? That's a settles yeah, it, yes. So, Tamore and Soyuncu at centre-half. Uh, right, full-backs. Um, River, who have you put in your fullback positions? Well, that's to say you've obviously picked a four-four-two 4 2 formation. If, I didn't to play 4-4-2. The,
2: the Mike Bassett, 4-4-2. Yes. Um, <laughs> I... As much as I say, I went with the anyone but Burger here. I, I, I went for uh, James at right back, Reese James, um, who's Burgers, obviously. Um, he, when I played against Burger, he, he's, he's played well. He, he, he looks a class player. Um, left back, because I thought my team was starting to look a bit too high rated and I wanted to try and keep it a bit more reasonable, um, I put the guy that Joe's just signed in, uh, in the BFA last week. Anthony Robinson, Um, he's got a fair bit of pace, can get up and down the left-hand side of the pitch. Um, I played Joe in the Eliminator last night, having done pretty well against him recently. He said I've been playing pretty well and he bloody battered me, so um, he impressed me. So I've got Rhys James and Anthony Robinson.
1: Um, Jam? um, so I've gone completely different. The, my logic behind Reece James, I wanted to put him in, but my issue with that was Berger plays him as a CDM, and I think I, if I if I had him, I'd play him as a CDM as well, because that's one of his positions. Um, for me, the most, even though he has got pace as well, the most important thing about my fullbacks I think Bunty agrees with this as well. We had a chat about this, is that center, uh, left back and right back. Sorry, they have to have pace. You know, they're up and down, like you say, up and down the wing all the time. That's the big big thing for me. So, with that in mind, I went for um, suited recluse is, uh, De'Andre Yedlin, uh, obviously the guy who plays for Newcastle. Um, you know, again, decent on the ball, fast, tall, good jumping, good stamina. Um, and on the left, again, one that hopefully other people have picked, but I don't know if they would have done, but Bertie's left back, uh, Nuno Tavares, who plays for Benfica in real life. Um, again, lovely player, great passing, fast, good skill, uh, four star weak foot so arguably could play right back as well. Um so that they would be my two two options for sure.
0: Yeah and uh, uh Lost Boy. Uh,
3: I went with Reece James fantastic physical specimen. He's got good weak foot. I think he's got three star skill moves as well. And then on the left I went with Alfonso Davis basically after watching him destroy Chelsea last night for a laugh. And then looking at him on FIFA is four star, week four, four star skill moves, and he's just got to go up and up and up. That kid, I know. think he's
1: a future superstar. Do you know, I really like that as well because that's like a real fantasy 11 sneaky thing to do, it? you know, when they put like a. Because technically he's a winger now, isn't he? But I like the fact Yeah, he is. Yeah, left back, that's a good plan. I like that. Yeah,
3: I, th- I think he is a winger, this is his first position, but he's played the last couple of months at Bayern as a full back. So. Yeah, exactly,
1: yeah.
3: yeah. And he's a monster. You watched
1: last night,
0: he destroyed Chelsea for a laugh. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. Um, I went for Reese James. Um, I think he's just uh, in that sort of right back. Pacey. um, And another one. I think I've sort of looked with my team in sort of the long term as well. So, you know, he's just had an upgrade recently. Um, And left back, I've gone for uh, Dallo. uh, Diego Dallo. He's Uh, right back. I, I looked at the position he played, left back as well. Dallo, he's a uh, James is more of the sole right back. Dallo can play left back. Um, again, good pace, maybe long term vision. Who knows? Um, but they were uh, they were my two fullbacks. Um, All
1: right. We need to we need to settle this then, don't we? Because no, no, I to
2: think Reece James gets Reece the right James. back yep. me, because three of us have picked him. Left yeah, back, we've yeah. all gone someone completely different. So See, right, so left back.
1: Left back. I'm happy to compromise and do. I, I like where the Lost Boy was coming from. I'm happy to put Alfonso Davis at, right, at left back. Yeah, because that's a more fast left. Back
2: yeah, team, I've um, just had a look on Sofifa. I got went scrambling onto Sofifa when he mentioned that, and his primary position is listed left back.
1: So, that that's
2: yep.
0: that one done. Yeah, I'm happy to do that as well. Um, Right, centre midfielders.
1: I don't think any of us are going to agree on this. No, <laughs> I reckon we'll all agree on one, and then the other one will be up for debate. And I'm going to throw the one out. Um, I just want a quick reply. Yes, 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 if you've got him in. So, Sandro Tonali. Yes. Yes. No. Oh, OK, right. So, he's, def- well, he's probably going to be in, but we'll, we'll go around it, obviously. So, for me... Hundred percent. Joe obviously has got him at the moment. Big uh, big deal, I think it was from Colmore, I think that maybe had him. Um yeah, or Aaron maybe as well. Yeah, I, think I think it was he, out. yeah, I think it was Aaron. He, he was he's you know, fast, good on the ball, good work rates, good weak foot, getting upgrades for, for days. He's hundred percent he's gotta be in there. Can play C D M, Cam or Centre mid as well. Yeah, he um, was in the conversation for me, like he was on and the there you know, so that's a winner as well. <laughs> but yeah, he, he's definitely one. And my other one, again, slightly biased, I guess. I've managed to sort of crowbar two of my players in there. Was Gedson Fernandes. Um, you know, again on Ooh. FIFA, he's just an absolute beast. High to high work rates, tall, rangy. You know, got good pace, good stamina. Um, so for me, he's uh, he definitely gets in there for me anyway.
0: Um, River, who who did you have your other uh, centre midfielder?
2: Um, well, I, I toyed between two. I was being, being a bit biased again, like Jam. Um, if you want the higher rated one, um, I'd picked McGinn. I think he does everything well, um, I would play on the left-hand side of the two central midfielders. Uh, he would probably be the one I'd go for. But I also wrote down my own Atebo, who's only 72 rated, but just gets around non-stop. <laughs> He's up, down, up, down, will not stop. Good in every aspect of the game. So, if I was picking it to play with personally, I would probably have gone with a Tebo. but I think overall, uh, a lot of people I, are going for I, I,
0: I had McGinn down as well, um, in that sort of centre midfielder position. Um, Lost boy, who who did you have as your, because obviously you didn't go for 1080, so who did you have as your two centre midfielders?
3: Well, I went with a, like an Ajax 4-3-3, so I think... I didn't go four four two. I wasn't sure that was a I didn't know there was a formation uh, there wasn't there wasn't there wasn't so I went with Billing at CDM. he's a big physical he's got decent passing, and he, to be honest he's got centre and a half
1: and stats as well so I went with him I Phil we won't know about him because he's not got much pace so just yeah carry on oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, really I, I, I think quickly. I think
2: he was in a starter squad for me once and I got rid of him he <laughs> can't move yeah <laughs> he's a unit though, isn't he? To be fair, oh, he's, he's
3: like six foot six, and everything about him just screams tank. So I went with him at TDM, Phil Foden to the left of him, pulling the strings, yeah. over the number 10, and then I went with Gedson on the right as the box to box, the ability to shoot from long distance. So that's how I went. Tried to balance it out with a three, really.
1: Okay, so right, so Ash, you said. Well, can we all agree uh,
3: to him? Tenali no, got three yeah,
1: votes. Yeah. So he's in. I've already, I've oh, yeah, on, I'll i definitely be concede
3: that one. He's on yeah, I've already so, written Tenali's him down.
1: i going have already written him down. He's in. And then we've got Gedson versus McGinn then, haven't we? Yeah. Uh, I, he's I, Scottish, do not he? So that, that counts against him. Let's be honest.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think if you're playing a four-four-two, and you've got Tenali in there, probably to balance it, I would want McGinn in there alongside him. If you're playing a person to play alongside Tonali, I would want McGinn in there ahead of, uh, uh, Gedsen. Yeah, I can't disagree with that. Really. Right, McGinn's
3: okay, we'll... a bit nasty at his knees a bit.
1: Plays for fucking Villa as well. All right, we'll put him in. <laughs> <laughs> That's the real problem, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. All right, he's in. He's no, when we come to picking a captain, though, he's going nowhere near the captaincy. Absolutely not.
2: Um,
0: right. Wingers or midfield, uh, wingers or, uh, right, left mid, right midfield. Um, Lust, boy. I'm going to start with you first.
3: Obviously, mine's a 4-3-3, so I've gone for two wingers. I went with Daniel James on the left. He's quick. He's he's weak, but he's got good weak force. His skill and skill moves are great. He, he gets up and down the pitch and gets about. Um, and then on the other side, I went with Gabriel Martinelli. Oh, cool. OK. Because I looked at Adama Traore, and as much as the man is obliterating this league at the minute, I reckon once the better defenders come in and the better goalies, I think his lack of finishing and stuff will start getting found out. He's just a pure pace for me, Traore. So cool I went are, with Martin who's a bit better on the ball for me. So I went with Martin Ali and James as my two wide players.
0: Um, Jam, obviously, I have your reaction there, sort of, uh, who, who have you gone with?
1: I'll be honest, I thought this would be the easy... Apart from maybe Tomori at centre-back and Tenali at midfield, I thought these two positions we would all agree as Adama Traore and Dan James. Um, that, that's what I had written down. Um, so for me, Dan James, absolutely. Especially, like you say, if you, if you are playing a four four two, Um Traore, I get where you're coming from. And I hadn't even considered Martinelli, to be honest, obviously because I was considering a 4 rather than um, the 4-3-3. But if if I was playing the 4-3-3, I'd definitely put Martinelli up there. Um, for me, unfortunately, it's still got to be a Dharma I think. Um, but saying that, in the spirit of if we do take that idea that I came up with earlier on about playing with this team in an event, um, then I think maybe Martinelli goes in because no one likes playing against a Dharma so yeah. over over to you and River to decide what
0: you think. Yeah, I mean I, I I'll just jump in there. I had I have Martinelli uh, written down. Um maybe just on the on the left, uh left wing position. Um just but I mean not obviously because he's my player and that he's an Arsenal player, but I think um well, it, then, uh, he, he offers a bit more <laughs> he offers a little bit more uh for me. Uh, as uh, Lost Boy said, trail is all pace and uh um you know his finishing is a little bit concerning especially in that sort of wingers position and I, I like my wingers to be able to cut in and sort of have a a good crack at goal um and for me Traore would be sort of the the winger that would run down the uh the wing and then cross it in uh because i wouldn't trust him with his finishing um so for me i i had uh i had martinelli um down in that sort of, uh, left wing position there. Funnily enough, um, I did have Traore down on the right, um, merely more because of, uh, who I put up front. Um, so for me, Martinelli, definitely, I think, um, i would obviously be interested to see what River if River might come with someone I'm, completely I'm
1: different. i I think he's killed over.
2: He's gone real quiet. <laughs> I, no, I'm just, I'm just I, I, Who invited Lost Boy? <laughs> <laughs> let's,
1: go on, go on, no, let's go. Let's, let's go
0: to. Let's go to you then, Phil. Uh, who <laughs> is your? Um, who uh, is Who is your? Who's your well, wingers? thing is, who is your positions?
2: Right. I'll do the left side first, and then we'll come on to it. So <laughs> on the left side, I actually had Alfonso Davis written down, um, but obviously he's already got into the side at left back. And the person I put as my backup player on the left hand side was Dan James. So, showing.
1: okay, so can we all agree? Just for, so is Dan James going in at left wing, do we think or right wing? Left. Well, left yeah,
0: yes. I'd be happy to put him on the left. Yeah. All
1: right. Okay. I'll put him in. It might be get confused as well with James being at right back as well, so we will put him on the left.
2: Um, right, <laughs> I think you know who I've got on the right hand side, don't you? Um, <laughs> I, I don't. Play it's John four, four. It is. It's John McGinn. He's going to play in the centre and on the right. Uh, no, I don't play four four two because I, I don't think that is necessarily try always best position. I play a four three three, and he plays on the right hand side I of the attacking four, three. three. three yeah. But he has to be in the side. He simply has to be in the side. Wherever you're going to play him, you've got to find a way to get him into the side. Even if you play played him at right-back, he's got to be in there. Um, when you mentioned people don't like playing against Troy Ray, so if the idea I came up with, and we do the event, everybody wants to play with him, though. And it's... Was it Lost Boy or Jan? One of you two said, um, you don't I think when uh, the higher rated defenders come in, Troy Oray or would be any use. If that was well, me. At the end, I know uh, you weren't uh, on the site before we had the reset, but he was in Berger's team then and we had mid-80s players and Berger still played him because that pace is devastating against anybody. Yeah, better defenders might, uh, well, would cope with him better than the defenders we've got at the moment. The pace is going to cause trouble against absolutely anybody. And look at goals he scores. You say his finishing's not great? No. I'd love another 10 points on it. Maybe I'll have a work in movement and see how we do that. Um, <laughs> um, he, he's got something like 19 goals in the league for me already. Um, he got a fair few last year. I, I don't see any way you can have a team and not have a Dharma Traore in it.
1: Right, what do we do then, boys? Because, I mean, it's, it's Martinelli, isn't it? Or or a Dharma Traore. I mean... Oh.
0: I think we, I think everyone will look at us if we don't put Traore in the uh, in the eleven and think we're all mad. Um, all right. So we'll on, that case, on, that case, on that case, on that note, I'm happy for Traore to go in that. With uh, a slightly position. twisted arm, I'll concede yeah. Traore. But I
3: still he's think he's the best player on the ball.
1: Yeah. yeah. All right. Chill out, lost boy. you put your leg <laughs> across.
3: <isn't laughs> <it> <laughs> Is he a Birmingham fan or something? I've seen
4: them
0: terrorise Liverpool twice this year. I'm not into it. <laughs> right. right. Attack. Strikers. Yes. So, um, I'll start on this one. Uh, obviously, I sort of put together a 4-3-3 three, three, uh, sort of formation. So, I've only got the one striker. And that is Alexander Isaac. Um, again, I think he'd go quite well with a Traore on that wing, sort of bombing the in. Uh, tall, uh, good stat, good you know, good pace though for someone that's tall and good finishing. Just had a nice little upgrade as well. Um, you know, 77 rated now, and uh, it seems to be doing well in uh, getting upgrades and bits and pieces. So for me, took that spot quite easily. Um, Jam, who did you pick in your striker? Yeah,
1: again, I think it's when we talk about the spine of the team. Obviously, we all had a similar spine. For me, Isaac's up there as well. Um, just quickly uh, Phil and Lost Boy agree is is he in your teams as well no no oh well well, okay then right me and Ashton Um, I mean Isaac for me again he's fast he's strong he's tall he definitely gets in Um, for me I had I had two and then I had uh, I kept crossing one out and writing someone else in and then cross them out again for me it's Isaac was a definite the other one was uh, someone I mentioned on the podcast already Hee Chan um, who plays for Colmore Um, again for me he's just immense and brilliant to play with. Um my other person that I had on was uh, a player that plays for Riverman um it's uh, called Raphael Liao. Um again he's again played with him on the last uh, last fever you had him for a bit Ash as well. Yeah uh, you know, yeah Liao he's, yeah, he's, a, he's sure. a lovely player absolutely lovely player so for me I'm happy for either of them three to get in uh, would be my options. Um last boy uh, I had Abraham
3: as my one because obviously I've gone four three three, so he's six foot six. He's quite strong. He's got good strength. He's good in the air. Finishes quite well. It's a bit nineties, but he's a bit of a target man. And the other ones in the conversation, Isaac was up there, but Embalo was the other one for me. Mm-hmm. If you just want a pure brute brute strength, you go with Embalo, don't you? You feel like you could push defenders over for a laugh and still rifle it in the top in with that kid. So Abraham or Embalo for me. But
2: there's a shelf for Martinelli to play as a striker if we're not putting them out wide?
1: Yeah, it's a good point. Um, River.
2: I was just about to get ready after the right midfielder discussion to completely swap my team round and insist Trialway played up front if he didn't get in on the right hand side of the field. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, Isaac, I did mention. Uh, I did consider. Um, but I didn't put him in my final side. My own player, as you mentioned as well, Raphael Lau, was considered. But I went with the two that Lost Boys mentioned, uh, Tammy Abraham and Brelin Bolo. Abraham has caused me all manner of hell the couple of times I've played Worm, um, as everything about him. And he's, he's just going to, I think, keep getting upgrades. And uh, Bolo Bolo um, has got a wonderful finesse shot. He's strong, causes trouble, knocks people off the ball. And I think those two up front together would be a right handful.
1: Okay, I mean, how about then, Ash? How about we compromise then? So because me and you both had Isak in.
2: Yeah, I think personally,
1: we. Do I'm happy want, for.
2: Him. I think we do happy be. for him to go in. Yeah, because um, Isak goes he, in for me. Yeah, I considered him. He was on my list, but it didn't quite make it. But I'd be happy for him to go in. Yeah, yeah he was in say, my list as well. It's just yeah, so I played Isak, one. Isak gets in, and then will yeah. be in Bolo.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yep, yeah, I'd think so. Would we'll, we all be happy with that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'll I we'll
2: be to that. Yeah. All right.
0: So, so we've we put together eleven. To... No, do you all just want to quickly run down, Jam? Yeah.
1: Um, so, um, so Deer in goal, Soyuncu and Tamori at centre back, Reece James and Davies at left back and right back, Tanali and McGin, unfortunately, in centre mid. Um, still not happy about that. Adama and Dan James at wings, and Embolo and stack up front. Um, so, yes, yeah, so it's, it's a very good. You know, obviously, there's one person who's got two players in that team, which is Berger. Um, but otherwise, we've managed to keep it quite um, spread out. Quite spread out, yeah, it's yeah. Quite good. Yeah. Who's going to be the captain? Mm. Snarling Soyunshu. Oh, you've got to go for
0: Soyunshu, haven't you? Yeah, I'd go Soyunshu. Yeah. Soyunshu's yeah. captain. Soyunshu captain. Yeah, no, that's um, that's really, really interesting. I think really, really good as well, because obviously it's a really good variety in terms of the sort of players brought there. Um, And I mean, that sort of thing is, well, we've already seen in the forum, you know, it's something that everyone can get involved with. And I think it'd be good to really see, you know, a little bit more on that. Um, you know what people stream eleven in the leagues would be, and I mean, I think mean, two weeks' time, when the sort of uh, you know, if we've got more higher rated players, or you know, sort of the sort of seventy more, 77, 78, that may well change. Um, but given given the it's league, it's it's at, midway, um, isn't
3: it? It's yeah. It's yeah. Midway. Such, yeah, let's do it again. A at the yeah, it's so subjective, isn't it? That like, what you if you're picking it just out of the higher rated, or some people pick it what they find the funnest to play with. It's it's a it's a conversation that can go on and on all season really, isn't it? As more players come in, it
0: gets constantly getting new information to put on, don't we? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Right. Um, I am so sorry. Uh, for <laughs> if you've been sitting here listening. Uh, for the last hour and a bit. Yeah, uh, for great content. <laughs> yeah of course. Yeah, no, no. I mean, this is it. Uh, and I'm sure Lost Boy will agree. You know, you come on the podcast and uh, you get you come on and just get carried away uh you know you could so we could go on for a, a lot longer but uh, obviously for your sake we won't um i just i just really really want to quickly say thank you to lost boy to coming on the podcast um you know it's really really good to see you step up and uh, i mean I, I hope you've enjoyed it um you know yeah it um you know and we've loved having you on um and just really quickly, if you do want to get involved in the podcast and you've never done it before, please, please, please do, you know, PM either myself or jam. It's so easy to get involved. Uh, it You know, it, it's really no different to just sitting in an Xbox party every night talking shit, um, you know. So if you've never been involved and you want to, you know, do do PM us because we do want you on board uh, and we'd love to have you on. Um, right based on that we will round it up and we will say our goodbyes so river i'm going to start with you if you want to say goodbye in your own way
2: yeah i just want to echo what you said there ash because obviously i've done this quite a few times now but it's great having new people on it and listening to what they're saying and i was going to actually say exactly just exactly what you said it's the same as sitting and chatting in an xbox party minus probably playing people or something so for those who haven't been on or we've been on once or something come back on because as jam said he's getting fed up of talking to me i love doing <laughs> it let's get some new voices on as well
1: um jam yeah again I, I would agree um obviously lost boy thank you very much for coming on it's been a blast river same as likewise mate again thanks for stepping in and helping us out as per usual i uh, really appreciate it ash thank you very much for editing and, and obviously launching the podcast with me and helping me out with that Um, and yeah obviously thanks to you guys for listening a bit of a longer one today but for me we love doing this you know um, but it's only going to carry on if if we get support very much so Um, yeah Uh, Lost boy yeah yeah, I've had a blast
3: it's a lot different people's opinions get to know different people around the site it's been good and just a quick thing I'm going to post a new update to me no longer be a fat kid blog probably middle of next week so if anyone was interested in that that'll be going up next week
1: yeah, Boomer, It's a great story that as well. Keep up the good work. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Thank you very much. Definitely.
0: Right, cheers for listening and goodbye.